I would just like to say, you know, I live right outside Detroit, and I have in this glass some Fago Red Pop. And I purposely said pop as northern as I could. I don't ever say it like that, but for the sake of all those northerners out there listening, you're welcome. I've got sneak. Sneak. Yeah, what is it's, what is sneak? I'm, I'm it's an old. energy drink. Now now it sounds like we're like plugging their product. No, it's I just mean, like a sponsorship. <laughs> it's like a no caffeine or sorry, no sugar energy drink. <gasps> it's just vitamins and caffeine. Oh, that's cool. Is Zach drinking Starbucks? It's actually Folgers. Um okay. though, I, some, I gotta I gotta go. Some individuals in Kentucky <laughs> uh re- Whoa, that's kind of cool. <laughs> Who's that guy? I want him to be on this episode. <laughs> Some people in Kentucky would refer to it as Fogers. <laughs> uh, you heard that, Paul? Have you heard like no. deep Kentucky? People no. be like, <clears throat> I was, I, it was the morning and I was drinking Fogers and uh-huh. I told him, like they take all the L's out of things. Yeah, we oh, don't man. use L's. Yeah. We don't use L's, we add R's to extra words. What's that? We add R's to other words too. Yeah. Like I Warsh. Southern folk. Warsh. 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 All right, guys. Well, episode two. It's been Here a. It is. It's been a month. Can you guys That's believe weird. it? That's uh, crazy. It, you guys, <laughs> you guys have gotten a lot done this month. I've gotten very little else other than growing hair. Uh, I mean, it looks month. great, bro. This is what I used to. So here, if you take the glasses off, this is what I looked like for. It's like a whole new. The Zach. majority of uh, high school. Nah, yeah. this is wow. like old Zach. This is weird. Before I decided contacts weren't for me. I respect that. I don't, I've never tried them. I've been if, too scared. If you go on our Instagram, you can see a few photos from our first couple like uh, stripped shows where Nick and I did. That's a weird phrase, isn't it? I was like, oh, you um, guys were in that entertainment industry. Where we did like <laughs> just the two-piece. And uh, I decided for that brief... It was literally like two months where I was like... I was on this kick where, in my mind, rock stars did not wear glasses. Did I talk about this last podcast? I don't think so. Um, Maybe it's been a month, dude. I don't and remember. so, and so, I decided that I wasn't going to wear glasses. But then, the contacts make my eyes really dry, and I end up blinking a lot. And then I stop blinking because I'm like trying not to blink. Oh, so here I am going to wear glasses. Hopefully, we dude, you you rock prove people wrong. Prove them wrong. Yeah. And my favorite, Zach. We were watching because you had made that that statement that rock stars don't wear glasses, and you were like trying to just not for every yeah. show and appearance that we did. And then we watched that the night game live from the YouTube space and literally everybody except Martin. Yeah. Is everyone's wearing glasses. wearing glasses. That's oh, awesome. Man. Every single person. Got to hey, represent, man. Speaking of the night game, uh they're coming out with uh they're doing a really interesting thing with their record. They're doing 11 installments. So they're oh. releasing 11 singles as a record but at separate times. Dude. Crazy. Yeah, it's going to be cool. Yeah, it's been a crazy week for me. Uh, the Night Game announced their release, and then Neon Trees just announced their release. So I'm oh wow, I'm ready for some. Uh, that that's pretty much the two spectrums of my interest in music: Neon Trees and The Night Game. Dude, that's sweet. 1975's got that. one coming out soon ish. I can't I can't keep up with the 1975. They're they're beyond what I am able to. They're so artistic. Pursue, yeah. They're doing so much different. I don't know, so much different stuff. They do stuff. all the things. So, what are you guys oh, doing? Yeah. What are you? Uh, what are you? What are you guys been up to? I mean, recording. World of Warcraft. Wow. 
See, I looked that up. Uh, you said World of Warcraft was free. I didn't see. It was something about like up to a certain level. You can yeah, only 20. level up. Oh. I don't know. I was looking. At, <laughs> uh, admittedly, I was looking at work on lunch, and I was like, I can't get into this right now. <laughs> I respect that. Yeah, no. Just being a total nerd. I've recorded, and then since I'm, I'm not at work right now. Like, if I'm not recording, I'm at home taking care of the the kids and playing video games. Oh yeah, I've been. <laughs> I'm back into video games a little bit now too. I've been playing Assassin's Creed. Uh, That's so great. Black Flag, if if anyone's interested, which everyone hated, but I love it. It's a uh, my first Assassin's Creed game. Look at you go, Paul. You've been the actually the the well. Nick's been crazy productive music-wise, but you have been, like, all over the map, dude. (laughs) You're not wrong. You've written, like, you've written, I don't know how many songs and how many different genres. A lot. I have a bad habit. Some people do drugs. I write songs. You can ask Nick. It took me a while to 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 come to terms with the fact that Nick was a great songwriter as well, because I like to feel like I'm the only special person, you know? (laughs) We're but, all special, guys. Paul, if I had met you before uh, I got into, well, not even before, just before where I am now, I would have been like so ticked off that you were such a good songwriter. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm I like, who does this guy that. think he is? Uh, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Still working on that part. So, Just some balded bearded guy from Detroit. It's no big deal. No, yes. um, yeah, I've been having fun with like, you know, the little home setup. I got up here, so it took a couple days to get some stuff worked out. I uh, had some issues, well, we talked about, we could probably talk about that later, but just with some latency crap and trying to get my keyboard set up and all that junk, but it's been good, and then uh, Pops got me, uh, it was a Christmas slash birthday present, I got a new reverb pedal, so I've been having a blast with that. It's, yeah, all the indie things are now going to happen. I'm so pumped. So, yeah, I got some stuff in the works. I don't know what I'm going to do with it all, but I'm just like, you know what? Might as well go for it. Do you have an indie project? No. And what's funny is I've been trying to start one for, like, at least five years, and no one ever seems interested. So now I'm just like, (laughs) I'm just going to do it myself. And so probably going to buy a bass soon just to have one here so I can just practice and track some stuff but yeah like uh i think it was three years ago i got super super into hippocampus i don't know if you guys listen to them but they're yeah yeah like top 10 favorite bands i saw them in 2018 and was just blown away because i love all their records like they have not had a bad release but um yeah i just i love their sound just their use of pedals and lyrics and just their production and like everything and they're uh i don't know they jam a fair bit live and it's just cool because they're just incredible musicians so um but yeah it's nice to kind of have i don't know some ways of kind of showing that you know they're an inspiration so yeah yeah you were talking about hair uh we kind of kind of touched on this a little earlier but it's uh I kind of envy the the shaved, you know, kind of envy the shaved look at this point. You yeah, no joke. You mine, uh, mine, like I, I can't think of a day, more than one day in a row in recent history, other than now, where I've styled my hair down. 
it usually stands straight up uh, in the front, and it's it no longer does that. So yeah, <laughs> I was I was very close to um, if I had had. I have like a hair trimmer, but not it doesn't have a guard on it, so I couldn't. Oh, it would yeah. just be like stubble short, you know. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, at the very least, I could take like the longest guard setting and just shave the whole thing that long, and then no. So <laughs> Nick's like, no, bad idea. So bad idea. No, Zach, I did that. I did that once um, in Never Campbellsville, again. like my second semester of college. Yeah, everybody's out. You did the same thing. You're like, yeah, I mean, but I mean, I'm just gonna I, shave my head. I said, no, do it a zero used, guard all the way around. They were no man. I I used like a. It was just my my beard trimmer at the time on the longest setting. I looked like taxi driver. Nice. I I you know okay. I personally feel like I pulled I pulled the the bald head you know big beard thing off. It's a very and everyone told me for years I could do it, and I was like, no. So even though I've been balding since like 22, I didn't start doing this till like 26. And I still there's days I like it, and there's days I'm like I just miss having hair to like headbang. And what's funny is I have this circle like right here, just this little circle that still grows. I actually oh. grew it out for a year once, and <laughs> just because I wanted to prove see. a point. That's yeah. great. So yeah. you look like you play for the Misfits. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Uh, you're you're not wrong, but that was a hairstyle anyway. on Pro Skater for a while. I think. Yeah, I think one of the we vocalists... could just have the like. <laughs> oh yeah, one, one of the guys in Haste the Day had something kind of like that once, oh, and I Haste was like, oh cool, because Haste the Day was great. But anyway, yeah, I don't know, but I appreciate it, man. You know, I still appreciate good hair. I just it doesn't grow. So if I grew it out, it'd be, just be bad. I've thought about getting wigs and just. You know, when I meet new people, just to see, you know, different and the next wigs, time they see me, people. it's bald, and they'll be like, "Oh, you shaved your head." I'm like, "Ha ha, yeah." Well, <laughs> I don't mean you to just make fun. pretend like you don't don't even notice. Just like, yeah, be like, no, oh, what, "What are you talking about?" I've always been this way. Thought you had hair last time. No, nope. last time, who are you? I don't mean to make fun of how many projects you're in because I think that is actually pretty cool. It's horrible. Paul that, it's that you're able to like branch out to different genres, and you know, like props to you because you give them all equal attention. It's not like we feel like we're ever on the on the back burner or anything, but you should, if you decide to ever go wigs, because that's very in right now, I think. It's true. It's you true. should do, like, genre-based wigs. Dude, that's genius. I'd be down. I would be so... I could do that. That'd be great. That'd be a good time. <laughs> also, you, oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I don't... I'm very sorry. I don't want to talk about your hair or my hair uh, for the whole podcast. It's great. Do you do that with hats? Do you have like, oh, this hat is a my landing hat. This hat's the okay hat. Yeah, dude. Well, I don't. I haven't settled on which one's going to be the okay hat yet. I got some ideas, but yeah, I, I have. Uh, I've got this like fedora thing, but it's not like a lame fedora. Even though I bought it at like Target for like ten bucks a few years ago, but I thought I that love it. I had a like a baseball cap. That I was going to wear for, I mean, I don't really wear hats, but I kind of thought like for today even, I would cover the weird hair with a hat. And what happened is like, it's very puffy. So like with the hat pushing down, it just pops out to the side. Yeah. Got that uh, like mid 2000s yeah. look. And so I actually realized my head is a lot shorter than I thought. Anyway. Not wrong with that. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on. Are uh, you wearing so a Canada shirt? Yeah, Canada. Oh yeah, so so proud of you. The true North, the true North, the Great White North, eighteen sixty-seven. Mm. I got this at a Kentucky Goodwill. That's amazing. So yeah, that's where I got mine. That is so great. 
so a lot of people don't know this, but um, the OK actually has a style guide, which we kind of loosely adhere to. Uh, or rather, I'll, I'll say I have a style guide that I created for myself, <laughs> and it's available to you guys as well. Oh, OK. But uh, it, the best way to explain it is like, uh, like Goodwill chic, you know, thrift mm. shoppy. Uh, it's got a very, like, if this were not such a, like, kind of worn out looking weird tourist shirt, I wouldn't, uh, it wouldn't be a part of the, you guys are looking at me so weird right I now. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just entranced by the whole, yeah, we have a look. We're so cool. Oh, I mean, that's well, what I meant. On that note, I was, you know, I was kind of, you know, waiting for you guys to say something, but... Because that's, you know, super wrong of me. I would just like to say, May has been spirit month at work. So today was... Yeah, yeah, because my Starbucks is the best. So today was uh, hula slash Hawaiian. So I wore this Hawaiian shirt. The only one I own that I actually bought to wear to a funeral. Um, Oh. And uh, yeah, not recently. It's a couple years ago. So the guy who died loved... Hawaiian shirts, so well, we that's all... very cool way to honor. Yeah, yeah, it was like weird at first because I'm like, I get to wear this to a funeral. Like, is this this okay? But it was awesome. Everybody had mom was a good time. But anyway, I wore this and my my official my landing hat, the fedora in my logo. Oh, yeah, and everyone was like, dude, you look great. You should like be on the <laughs> beach or something. I'm like, I wish I was on the beach right now. <laughs> I, but I'm uh... here making coffee, and I love it. I guess I would have mentioned that. Oh, cool Hawaiian shirt. I thought it was just you know like. Uh, I can't really see your video all that well. I thought it was like oh, maybe gotcha. floral printed, like a standard floral print. Cause that- That's kind of why I bought this one, because it's not quite as bright as the normal obnoxious Hawaiian shirts. Yeah, like that yours I really isn't don't crazy, like. but quote, crazy shirts are very stylish right now. I've had to True. refrain refrain from buying a few. So. Hey man, I support you. I got one with popsicles on it. It's pretty cool. <laughs> Actually, it's legit. I, I- I have a lot of weird complexes with my style. Like I really want to be mature looking, but also not too too preppy. You know, I don't know. Yeah. Like I don't want to look standard, but I don't want to look like a little kid, like a grown up who's in denial. So I try to avoid things. So I I made this rule a while back that I would not get because it was very popular for a while to have like button shirts with bananas and ice cream cones and yeah. chickens. Like they do like a tiled pattern with those. And I said, I'm never wearing those ever again because I had one or two. And then I stumbled across, a, I think it's Flamingos or something Dude, like yeah, that. Yeah, Flamingos were in for a bit. And it's Taylor's favorite shirt. When we go Look. on vacation, she's like, you got to wear that one. So, Ralph, the wife's happy. It's all good. Yep. All for her. Not like I know, but just from what I hear. So. We should nah, see, on, on the other <laughs> end of that spectrum, like I wear Crocs all the time just to... Just to get under her skin, because she hates them. I love it. Rock on with your Crocs on. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's either Crocs or Docs. Crocs like, or that's, Docs. That's all that I wear. Wow. that's. And if they could combine the two into some Croc Martins, I'd be all over it. <laughs> Dude. Dude. Could you imagine? Oh, if they do that, like, can we get sponsored? The Comfortable Punk. Could you could you imagine if we were sponsored? But I mean, sure, we could get a Croc sponsorship, no problem. You think so? Can we just approve? I don't more? think. All right, listeners, viewers, stay tuned. <laughs> we are going to get a Croc sponsorship. Yes. No. They sell yes. like regular ish shoes, right? Well, they 
they made those post Malone Crocs. He's done like two or three <laughs> sets of them. We should. Where they're like modeled after his his album artwork. We've got to get in that market. We do. We I don't know. To. Uh, this is not to make this whole podcast about me, but I also have this weird thing for a time where I would only wear Nikes or Nike. Um, what's the word? Uh, where it's like owned by the that parent company, like umbrella. Yeah, child companies of Nike. So I would wear Nike and I would wear Converse on stage, mm. and then. I finally, yeah, I finally broke free of that with my Docs. So I started wearing Doc Martens. But Nick and I found a loophole. Apparently, the U- United States uh, factory or shop or whatever where they make the Docs, uh, some random dude that helped design them or something like that worked at Nike forever ago. So Interesting. all is good. So wait, what Nikes did you wear? I actually really got into a big... <laughs> Yeah, it was a different time, man. Oh, so Zach, I would, Zach I would wear like leather carnival. high tops and stuff. Like I would wear the. Wow. I really like the flights, but I like the flight falcons. So like the really gaudy looking flights, kind of like okay. Jordans, but really okay. not. Yeah. Um, and then I had a pair well, like, of like just plain black. The shoes that Forever the Sickest Kids wore back in like two thousand nine. <laughs> oh boy. I mean, we're, here's wow. the deal. I got a gr- like a steep discount for working at Shoe Carnival to to make that okay. But I owned like four or five pair. They just don't like. I could not, as a like a respecting adult, see myself wearing those, just because it's not my personality type at all. Yeah, yeah. But they were like ninety five dollars, one hundred and twenty dollars, which is for a sneakerhead like pretty cheap. But for me, who's just a normal dude, kind of crazy. Well, I remember when yep. you bought your you bought your Nord or something for the first time. You actually oh, yeah. sold off some sneakers to pay yeah. for part of your gear. <laughs> it's like, gotta get these. Gotta get rid of these. Dang, I I got gifted a pair of Nike Monarchs like three yes. years ago, and I was like, these are like the most, you know, stereotypical dad shoes. And I are they white? My, my white, red, and black, bro. Oh, my friend felt bad for me because I was super broke and my shoes were falling apart, so he gave me those. And I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna be mad, even though I don't really like these. But they were comfy. So anyway, I thought I gave them away. I found them at the beginning of quarantine, and I wore them for like three weeks straight. Every time I went to the store, went for a walk, and I freaking love them. So one of these days, I'm going to wear them to work just to see what people say. When I first started working at Shoe Carnival, uh, the store I worked at carried a single pair of, well, it wasn't a single, single style of uh, Velcro shoes for men. And I love Velcro shoes. They were obviously no meant for like, you know, people that were having issues with tying their laces and stuff like that. But I, I mean, kind of questioned my store like manager. Me. I was like, "What's up? What's up with the Velcro shoes?" And they were like, "Obviously, like, oh, those for you know, we keep those in stock." Then they said, "No joke, try them on. They're the most comfortable shoes in the store." I was and like, they were. "There's no way." But then I tried them on. <laughs> they were. <laughs> Can we get Velcro shoes? Can we add that to the uh, Velcro Crocs? Dude, yes. Velcro Crocs. Wow. Velcro Croc oh, Martins. Gosh. Yeah, we're not that. I don't think we're that band, but we could we could figure it out. This I just this want oh, spiraled out of control real fast. No, this is great. I have all the. I want a Velcro shoe with just we one big Velcro strap. Oh gosh. Anyway, we can move on. Anyone now. have time on this? <laughs> I got like twenty minutes. Oh, twenty minutes. Oh, not long at all. No, we're great. We got twenty minutes. Three hours of time. All the time. Hey, like Zach and I talked about the other night. Joe Rogan talks for like four hours. So yeah. let's go. Joe Rogan's the bomb. Speaking of Joe, Joe Rogan, Rogan, if you're listening. 
We uh, love you. Did, did you hear he's going exclusively to Spotify? What? And that's fine. We love Spotify, but that wow. seems like an interesting deal. I'm curious how much money is involved because it would, I mean, think about us as a band. If they were like, we want you to only release your music on Spotify, how much money would they have to include in that deal for it to be like something we even consider? Well, yeah, especially considering like your Spotify's popular. But you're kind of saying, you know, to your fans that don't prefer Spotify, like, mm, you're going to have to figure it out. Yeah, wow. But Joe, I mean, everyone will go to Spotify now who doesn't yeah. use it to listen I to mean, it. I'm just glad he hasn't tried to start a cult, is all I'm, all I'm saying. Just glad he True. hasn't. But I don't know. I'd consider. That would There'd probably be a, be a really fun cult. There would be a Netflix original about that. <laughs> Instantly. The, the Joe Brogan cult? Joe Brogan? It would just be called Brogan. <laughs> Brogan. Because that's, that's what Netflix does. Turn in the book of Brogan to second oh, Joe. Wow. Verse two. Anyway, <laughs> I was like, "That's getting." I was like, "That's getting playfully sacrilegious." And then second Joe got me. I can't be mad about that. You're welcome. <laughs> anyway, okay. do we want to talk about uh, album progress? We want to talk about oh. that, or we want to keep that under wraps? What we have we an album. Yeah, I'm well, just kidding. Let's I would not, love to talk. I mean, about we're it. we're technically two songs in. Now. Yeah, two songs in. Uh, that's as far as we've gotten. And it's good though. I'm really the holdup at this point, but I do want. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I I recorded two bass tracks. I guess like back getting, to back before dude, lunch. That bass. Oh, sweet. Uh, that, shout out to uh to. I just blanked on his name. Just Brian. Brian. Yes. Shout Brian, out to Brian Horsley for uh for letting us borrow the super sweet bass. The sickest P bass I've ever played, dude. I want to see it. At some it's point. a a '90s edition. It's like a Japanese something like that. Japanese photo flame. Dang. Yeah, here, hold on. See if we can. Man, it's cool. That up. I mean, I don't know who Brian is, but I like him. Thanks, Brian. Good guy. Yeah, you do. You met him I a long this, time ago. You remember when I was working at that, for that thing church? Out. Huh? Oh, that's sweet. It's an interesting right? looking bass. It's it sounds like you want it to sound. It sounds great. That looks sweet. Okay, <sighs> I kind of remember one or two of those guys, Nick. That was like. Seven years ago, but that was forever ago. I vaguely remember. I don't know. One of them bought me food, so I remember that guy. <laughs> this is how I roll. But anyway, yeah. So we're tracking stuff, and it's been it's, it's been, been cool. great. Are we allowed to? What do you want to say something about the process? How it's been for each of it's us? Or? We can let's talk about the process. Let's say this though. I don't want to like get people. Not that we have thousands of diehard fans quite yet, but. <clears throat> let's not reveal the titles of anything yet. Okay, Although good. I will say we have not named the EP at all. So <laughs> true. <laughs> There's we no title to reveal, ideas. but we will have a lead single um, for the EP, which interesting. I was thinking about that the other day. It's interesting to have a lead single for an EP, but Hey, got to start good. somewhere. That's right. The process. I mean, I honestly 100% have not touched uh, any of our songs since I sent the scratch tracks to Paul. So, for me, uh, not to get too technical in the, like, I don't want to do like this, uh, well, who cares? It's our, it's our podcast, right? Um, right? Go for it. So, uh, what I do is I open uh, Reason, which is a, like a virtual instruments uh, digital audio workstation, and uh, play fake piano, and then I line it up with the click completely so that there's no 
variation or mistake in it. So that way, everything timing-wise is coming from the click still. And then I sing the vocal over the top of that. This time around, I, I sing it with a, is it Niwar? I don't know how to pronounce it, but it's uh, probably the cheapest microphone you could possibly purchase. <laughs> and its audio quality is slightly lesser than that of a rock band microphone. Oh, wow, that's impressive. And then I auto-tuned the heck out of it for no reason and sent it to Paul. <laughs> oh, so those were auto-tuned, and here to think I was impressed. Oh, sure. Oh, you're going to learn kidding. You're gonna learn real quick, Paul. Um, Zach can pick out even the slightest bit of auto-tune from anything. It's oh. like... It's it's an affliction. It's like almost. if you were to go to Starbucks and you order something that has to be made in a shaker, and you <laughs> take a sip of your drink and you go, "Did you make a tea in this shaker before you made my drink?" That's the way. That's the way Zach is with auto tune, dude. I love it. That is so great. There, <clears throat> it's weird because I've noticed a lot of people can't hear it, and I'm not upset with the use of auto tune. We um, used vocal correction on our second Ocean City record, and it, it's not. So much, I mean, my opinion on it anyway, it's not so much that I can't sing in in key because we've proven that I can. Yeah. Uh, I'm just yep, saying, yep. put me up now. I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> it's really just one of those things that's become an industry standard. If you want... Well, you process you want, every yeah. other instrument. Yeah. Uh, you If the bass was a little out of tune, you would tune up the bass a little bit. Like, I don't, I don't understand the... But... You have to understand the genre. If you're going for something very organic and natural and folky, like, by all means, don't auto-tune. But if you're going for something that's pop-produced, like if you're going to compress your vocal real tight and uh, push it forward, why wouldn't you want it on pitch? Anyway, but yeah. Yep, but I, I, like it. <laughs> I honestly did that to the vocal on, <laughs> on the scratch tracks because they sounded so terrible that I thought maybe <laughs> at least they could be like in key. That way they wouldn't like mislead Nick when he was trying to do pitch bins and stuff like that. Anyway, yeah. that's the excuse I'll give. Good excuse. I like it. There's there's two bins so far. Two. Two bins. In the entire catalog. And had you not auto-corrected your voice, those bins would have been awful. Yeah. They would have been awful, man. Thank you, Zach. Ben's I, I sacrifice. Think, I think actually three if you count the whammy pedal. Yeah, Benjamin Franklin count? over here. Ew, that was a good one. I tried to say it like four times. It made it less funny. <laughs> I heard it the third and fourth time. It's like when you say the joke again and someone says, we heard you. <laughs> Ayo. Uh, oh, oh, no, we heard you. Yeah. yeah, we heard you the first time. So, Paul, and then I, I bounced that over to you. What did you do? How was your? What was your process like? Um, so I pulled out my keyboard and uh, found the absolute worst drum tones I could, and I just went, doot, doot. No, I'm just kidding. Um, We've done that. It's been. We've done that, too. I know. There's nothing wrong with that for those of you that do it, but I like the real feel and the real sound of drums. Um, Lots of elevators play Celine Dion. Don't make it right. (laughs) That was deep, man. That hit me. Take your devil box and get out of here. (laughs) Have you seen seen The Rocker? Yes. Yes. It's been a while, but, man, good times. Oh, Move it, Moby. Yeah, it's been fun, man. I've really enjoyed like self-recording. Oh, hey, look, Zoom just upgraded us. That was cool. I've enjoyed you know. like 
I'm the oh, one hosting I, this meeting, and it told Paul. <laughs> <laughs> the drummer wins. This never happens. Let me just let me have this moment. Guys. I'm not mad. I'm just you know, I just think it's funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I really enjoyed like being able to record from home and kind of get to experiment with mics and mic placement and and all that stuff. And it's been a learning curve because I'm just not a technology person at all. Don't be fooled by, oh, look, he's got a little home studio. I have no clue what I'm doing. Um, but it's been cool. I do enjoy learning. I'm, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm realizing I'm slower at it than I want to be, but it's cool just, you know, getting the experience. The funniest thing is apparently I use Studio One for recording unless I just don't know what, I, you know, how to do it. I, I can only do uh, four bars of like the pre-count so i've got to like sit where i am now press record run over behind the drums put the headphones on pick up the sticks and like the second song that we've been working on i i won't say the name because we're not doing that yet you know it starts with the drums and the take that i sent you guys the final take i sat down like one beat before i had to play and i was oh wow like I'm hoping you can't hear me like out of breath because I'm fat, just like. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't know. It's been a lot of fun, and I think too, you know, the hearing the demos that you guys had originally done and keeping that in mind, but also being able to just add what I want. Um, I certain songs I write, like I'll listen to the demo and actually write parts. Um. I probably never go over 90%. I always leave like at least 10% to just make up when I record. But uh-huh. uh yeah, it's been it's been fun. The first song, I didn't really do that. The second song as I was like playing the first take, I'm like, "Ooh, this is a good idea. I need to do this the next time and kind of add it to it." So, yeah, I I'm all about leaving that room when you're recording just for, you know, that pure like creative influence. Yeah. So, yeah, I've enjoyed it, man. I'm excited to be doing this. That's very cool. Yeah, I never yeah. understood. I could never... Drummers typically, I guess, lay down their tracks first. Yeah. I, don't, I would never be able to do that. I have, I'm kind of a diva. <laughs> to have the vocals on the track, I have to have the bass, at least the bass and drums. Yeah. Um, ideally, nothing without like the piano and maybe guitar or whatever. I don't know whatever's on the track, but uh, the bass has to be there for me to feel like I'm filling out the correct space. It's weird. I feel that. So I the like Nick, bass. we threw, well, I don't say we, Paul threw his tracks back to us, and then you took those. I guess we could have either, it could have been me first or you first, but you got to them first. What's your process yeah. been like? Um, uh, The first time I just, I literally just sat down and tried to figure out how to get it to sound right. Um. The whole first session was just completely wasted because it was just me clicking over and this this sounded bad, so let's move the mic a little bit. It was yeah, it was a nightmare. And I realized saying, yeah, first I've, hand, I've been there, that's why I'm saying yeah, like that. <laughs> I'm like, not, I realized yeah, first hand just bad. how obnoxious I am as a guitarist. Mm. Because yeah. like I'll I'll play something and I'll I'll get the part right, but it doesn't feel right to me. So I'm like, no, that's not it. Let's do it again. And like having to be the one to actually punch in and out oh. is awful. I don't, I don't enjoy. I don't know. I'll say this: I prefer to record my vocals by myself because yeah. that's where I have to punch in and out the most. 
And that's where I'm like, I don't feel confident about that. I want to try it again. I don't know how you've done it for the past couple records, Nick, and I'm glad you're kind of doing it on your own now. Because I'm sure that if, if you're anything like me, it opens up a little more freedom. You're like more ready to... Yeah, you're not upset that you nice have to try to just, again because the only person you're affecting is you. Yeah, um, it's been nice because like the the bass tracks that I've done, um, those are like the ninth or tenth take. Oh dang, really? Are the ones that actually got on there? Yeah, um, and a lot of it was like what Paul was talking about. Like you you play it and then you're like, oh, this would be cool. So then you go back and try it. Um, mm-hmm. Like on that last one in the solo break. Um, there's a little run that I threw in there that just came about last minute. I like um, that. Yeah, I really, I heard that one. I was like, oh man. But yeah, oh, and that man. was it. Like, it's just able to just like try and try again. And then uh, like the the first, the, the only one that I've got guitars done on, um, that was like three, three different sessions. And it was kind of nice. Like that, that seems like a long time. And truthfully, like, Normally it would be like three sessions to just nail one guitar take. Uh-huh. Um, but like it was nice because I got to try different effects and try different tones and different attacks and stuff like that. And it just, it worked out nice. So like in that essence, yeah, it was cool um, recording on my own. But quite frankly, I don't enjoy the distance here's, recording. Here's what I would like to see for our next studio thing is that we actually like hit the studio and record with less tracking, like still track, but do as much as that we can together. Yeah, I think that would be a fun way to, to try it. Anyway, so if anyone's curious how the rest of the process will go, uh, Nick, so say we take our first track that we're working on, Nick has laid down the guitar, Nick has laid down the bass, I'm going to take it, lay down. <clears throat> if there's piano, piano, I'll lay that down and then fill it up with some synthesizers. Yeah. And uh, then I will drop the vocals in. And then, so I've always liked to do it this way. I have no clue what the harmonies sound like in the song. So I'll drop the main vocal in and then double anything that needs to be doubled. I don't know how much doubling I'll do on this record. Um, And then I'll just listen through. And at some point, my brain will go, harmony right there. I I never understand that that part of it, but that's how the harmonies get there. I like it. It's not a, there's no scientific. There's actually, there's some. uh, on the one that I recorded guitar for, there's some lead doubling hmm. just to kind of make it feel a little bit bigger. Which that I was remember. a new experience because it, like, I had to play. It's different playing like a rhythm because that's like a set thing. Like, it's very scientific. But leads only have a little bit of science to them. Like, the rhythm is there, mm-hmm. but like your pedals can react a different way and stuff like that. So, I had to like, that took five or six takes just to get them lined up. I will say the first guitar take that you sent us, well, not the first take, but the first, um, like the, you said, this is the, the guitar part minus the, there is a, I don't even say what there is. There's a section of guitar focus. Um, and you said, here it is. And so the hook for the song comes in, and your part on the actual song is different than it was in the demo. And my first, I was like, what the heck, he changed it? <laughs> and then I heard it on the second break and I was like, oh dang, that's a lot better. I like that a lot. Like after I just got used to the fact that it wasn't what I'd heard on the demo so many times. Sounds yeah, so amazing. Like just a little bit behind like my thought behind for that. Um 
it was so like the the intro or the break that hook is yeah. broken into four parts because mm-hmm. it's like major major minor major i think is how you played it uh all right for the verse yeah i, I don't yeah i think I it's the remember, same but for the intro it essentially but. like that repetitive almost like sequenced guitar riff once it was put in there still felt sterile like it, it felt like a demo Sure. So adding yeah. that, adding that, that third phrase, changing it just a little bit helped make it feel like it it completed like a story arc in just a little hook. Yeah, I can agree. I like it. What's crazy is that I think. Well, no, that was going to divulge a lot of information. Ah. All I'll say <laughs> is that the the vibe of the song to me feels very much like the vibe of what it's supposed to. It's a it's a thematic thing. And I think the theme is coming across just fine. Yeah. So I would I'm, agree. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. Hey, so I almost sent this, but then I didn't because okay. I messed up a part. But at, for the second song, after I did, you know, the final take, I was like, I'm just gonna do something stupid. So I did one that was all like metal beats, like double <laughs> bass and thrash beats and yes. a big nasty breakdown. But it, I got I got off time because I was like, I'm not even gonna turn the click on. I'm just gonna go. I'm not going to lie. Embarrassing. Uh, but don't be surprised one, if you get one of these. Yes. On the second one, I'm glad that you talked about that one because there's two things. One, I love where you hit the bell. <laughs> I knew you would. I, I knew you were going to be that. about it. I think we could it's build that part up the, more. And it's got to you know, stay like, in there down. because I have a, a lead part that I'm going <gasps> to put in there. Oh, sweet. I'm That's so going to go along straight with it. That's why the bass does what it does there. Um, but then also talking about like telling a story through it on the last refrain on the last chorus of the second song yeah instead of playing uh the phrase starting on a high f for the bass line and ending on a low f yeah it starts on a high f and goes back to a high f <laughs> as i was thinking you were talking about this is people are gonna be like this is getting obnoxious but like i thought you were talking <laughs> about the first song i was like that song's an e flat i was <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess you, it could have had an F in it, but I was like... I mean, we could. <laughs> it's like, you know we're close. No, we're close. <laughs> um, Wait, these songs are in keys? Something. I just hit drums. I, I was going to say, Paul, I mean, like, you and Nick both have kind of some, some metal in your blood. We do. Uh, I mean, we all have a little metal in our blood. Iron. But yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's what lots it's called. Of, That's I was trying iron. to think of it. I meant, like, uh, you know, the genre, obviously. We uh, both really enjoy bacon. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, yes. Yeah. Amen, brother. <laughs> I. You know. I don't know. I. I just think at some point, you know, the OK is gonna be this awesome big grand thing, and then we're gonna do just a metal side project just for fun. But I, '80s metal. I, it's gonna I, sound I, like "Blessed oh, sure. by a Broken Heart," Nick. Well, the you vocals are what you know. It's a uh, vocals <laughs> in '80s metal is very different attack than what what's now. But what I was you, gonna say, you could do it. Is like. I, that's what I enjoy about bands like Five Seconds of Summer, um, is all of their production is very, very glistening pop. Like when yeah. they get when the record comes out, it's like the drums really aren't even drums. Uh, the guitars kind of get fused into the synths, that kind of thing. But then if you watch those guys play live, the, the drums are like kicking. They really kind of hard, you know. I wouldn't yeah. even call it metal, more like uh, heavier rock and roll type stuff. But yeah. You know, they really make well, it heavier. 
but it fits so well. So I could see, almost see that happening with, with some of our stuff, kind of influence it, um, or rather let it be influenced more by our roots, or your guys' roots. Uh, hopefully so I, actually, I don't start singing like a, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> start singing I like Adam Young. A, uh, just a small <laughs> side note. I read an article about um, like why uh, live stuff, like why bands don't sound the same live anymore. And it's because of uh, it actually like the article talked about like this whole history. I'm not going to get into all that nerdy stuff, but like when iPods and MP3 players were first a thing, uh-huh. they used such a compressed algorithm that they that started shifting people's ears to prefer more polished sounds because they sound bigger through headphones. Oh yeah, okay, mm. that makes sense to me. Interesting. Um, yeah, whereas previously people were listening on car radios just for fun or hi-fi systems that they had in their house. Yeah. So, like, either you had a lot of clarity in the sound or you had none at all. And now everything is very compressed and close to your your ear. So now, like, instead of having that, like, hard rock or organic, like, drum sound, you have that, like... 808 or drum machine sound and yeah. that's just kind of what's palatable for for popular music it's crazy yeah. makes sense though yeah it was uh, a speculation article but i mean like it made sense true. to me so makes sense to me taylor bought me uh airpods for christmas and yeah. it makes me sad that i can't flex on you on you gents because wow. my interface only has uh what is it quarter inch Headphone out, so you're flexing just it's enough whatever. by having them. <laughs> I'm not jealous. That's why I brought them up. I can't go. It's kind of like being vegan. You got to let people know you're on. Oh, you, you know what's great? AirPods. Though, hmm. no, I know. <laughs> uh, you know it's great though is um, even if I wanted to have AirPods, uh-huh. they don't stay in my ears. Oh, I've never liked Apple headphones. See, I like I everything know. else that Apple makes. I hear that from a lot like of people. Headphones. Like Taylor, uh, oh gosh, we we are not worth a lot of money. Uh, but Taylor also has a pair of AirPods, and uh, she had to get the the silicone uh, gummy things, like they put on the pros. But we have the regular ones, so she had to get that to stick yeah, in that ear. sleeve that goes on them. Yeah, but no, yeah. Uh, the iPod, the the weird. Oh, I just dropped it. Uh, those. Yeah, those weird. The weird. I liked the round ones before they changed it to these, but these fit in my ear amazing. Like, I've never had issues with these. Nope. Yeah. He's been using skull candies. Taylor always tells me. Skull candy. This is so dumb. Taylor always says, I have small ears. Do you guys feel like I have small ears? I mean, I feel like that's a weird question. I feel like I used to, and then I did something to them. Hey, uh, yeah, when are you going to bring those to the next level so I can throw a tennis ball through them? They're not. They're going to. They've been at a 916 for, (laughs) gosh. Since we've met, <laughs> Pro- yeah, probably. I always loved that when that whole thing was really big, and especially in the metal scene. Oh yeah, the like guys just had the huge gauges, so you could, you know, literally. Put That's how you knew that through. the pit was about to get real, is when they take them out. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, dude. <laughs> Scary times. Yeah, now I'm old. I buy balcony tickets and watch all the young people destroy themselves. <laughs> I think that's the weirdest thing for me is I love playing live shows, but I hate listening to loud live music. 
I I like it at a like a palatable level. Like I would enjoy like a soft rock concert in like a theater. I don't yeah. know what that is. With your earphones in still. No, yeah, he wears you, like uh, I wear uh, your your plugs. Well, acoustic filters more like it, but yeah. I have gotcha. to I have to wear filters to shows otherwise I you. I just die by the end of the I night. Just, yeah, I mean you do we what play, you do. We played uh I don't know if this was before or after um Youngstown last year this but This was after. Oh god, we are played you talking this, about Cincinnati? Uh yeah, Cincinnati we oh, played at this Jesus. place and the sound guy was kind of like, we bonded with the sound guy over this. I wish I could remember his name. I have it written down somewhere. I kept a log of that stuff. But uh, we get into the first band. The drummer is, uh, no, first off, the first band brought two, was it two full stacks? The bass player The bought, bass player brought, brought two full stacks, Yeah, right? And uh, the guitarist had two amps. And the guys, they were like, hey, do you think this would be enough power? And the, the, he Not was like, that, yeah, it's it, good. It was, it was an Ampeg full yeah. stack. So I think it was like six speakers in each cab. And so the wow. sound guy's like kind of walking by us. He goes, yeah, I think blah, blah, blah. I don't know how many watts it was. It's going to be enough for this room. Because it was just a small club. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. big. And then the drummer is just smacking the crap out of the snare. And the <laughs> when we go up there to sound check, the, the sound guy's like, yeah, trying to hit all of your drums as hard as you freaking can. <laughs> We're like, all right, yeah, <clears throat> loud and clear. But yeah, that stuff that stuff kills me because in the third band was like this super cool kind of fusion reggae sort of group. Oh, it was wow. weird. Like the main guy was dressed up like Steven Tyler. Wow. And uh, but then they did like I don't know. It was like reggae music, I think. Interesting. Uh, but so like th- I'll say I think because they were wickedly loud, and I have no clue what they actually sounded like. But to be fair, like because we that was a uh, one of our like first like tours. It was. Um, all of those bands were in like it was the first one that we had booked ourselves all of those bands were like way too big to be playing in that venue <laughs> mm-hmm. which the venue and the bands both great both awesome but it was like it was like if you were to take like Metallica and say hey you need to go play in that coffee shop over there <laughs> like they're just not prepared to go do that yeah like you're not going to get the same thing like it was just, yeah, yeah. Those but are the ones the, you remember, though. By the end of the night, <sighs> like I, I almost couldn't hear myself talking. I remember trying to Nick. Nick at one point is like, "I'm squaring up with the bar." We we're like, <laughs> "What are you talking?" about? He was like, "I was like, the show's not over." He was almost like, "Doesn't doesn't matter." He was like, "Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's done." We Nick's ears were ringing so bad that he was like. Uh, check with the bar, and they were like, "Yeah, we'll get, we'll square up with the other bands." And so we were like, "Great show, guys! See you later." <laughs> <laughs> Great job, awesome. man. So, <clears throat> I don't know. You guys have any fun topics of conversation? Oh boy. Uh, just out of curiosity, what's the weather like down there? Oh gosh. Um, Hold on. Um, about what seventy? Sixty-nine and mostly cloudy. Yeah, I've got to mow after we're uh, after we're done with this podcast. I have to go outside and mow. Hold on, there you go. Wow, it's seventy up here, but it hasn't been. This is the first day it's been seventy in a long time, and it is it is warm in this little studio room. But <laughs> you still have the trendy jacket weather going on, which is 
I love trendy jacket weather. You guys are speaking my language. I love sweater weather too, though. The song I, loved, I liked sweater weather until I found out that the lead singer of the neighborhood was a man. I thought it was a woman, and that was just a very artistic kind of gender bender song. You know, wait for real. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was That's a woman, awesome. and then I was like, "As a dude, I but saw that." Props to that guy. I love the voice, but I just didn't get it. Open for Imagine Dragons. It was a great show. Is Imagine Dragons good live? They look so cool live. They look so energetic. They were amazing back then, but I honestly don't really like their music anymore. So this was like right when Night Visions came out, and they were like killing it. And their live show was incredible. But yeah. Let's let's play this game real quick. What's uh, what's the best concert you've ever been to? This is the worst game for me because I'm indecisive. Uh, that's so tough. Oh gosh, can I? Pick can we just like talk about good ones, or do we have to narrow it down? Well, it's just what's the first good one? Let's say this: you don't have to rank it. What's the first good one that comes to mind? I oh, saw, goodness. so, I saw Gym Class Heroes open for Fallout Boy last year. What? Last yeah. year? Was yeah. That the- was that the one with MGK? Was it last year? Yeah. Yeah, it was last year. Yeah, it was because uh, they weren't on the bill at all. They didn't sell us. Uh, Caitlin surprised me with tickets to go see Fallout Boy. Um, and we got there, and MGK was the opener, is what it said on there. And his music's okay. Not a huge fan, but like it was still cool. Um, but then they, you know how they have like a small setup? like in front of the stage yeah, and like arena shows. So they had this tiny little setup and it looked like, like a convenience store. And I saw like the name of the convenience store was like upstate New York's finest. And I was like, that's gym class heroes, <laughs> dude. And they just like, I guess cause them and fallout boy are like tight. Oh yeah. Um, they were the ones that opened up, and it was phenomenal. They played hits off of literally every record they had. That's awesome. Dang, dude. Wow. My, I have not been to many concerts, I will say that. But, my obviously my favorite one was when I saw The Fray. But yeah. it was at the Louisville Palace, and uh, that's a crazy cool venue. Very uh, ornate. And, uh... They some something went wrong with the amps on the entire uh, like all of stage left, and so their guitarist wasn't able to play any leads for like the whole night, and so they eventually just said, "All right, forget it. We're just gonna do acoustic stuff." So it was cool. It wasn't what I was hoping, and now obviously the fray doesn't really tour anymore. Well, no one tours anymore, uh, technically, but can't be doing that. That was cool. And then the one I missed, the one that got away, if you will, when the Night Game first toured, well, it wasn't the first tour, but it was their, like, the Night Game's release tour. They were going to play at the basement in Nashville. And was it the basement? We missed so many bands. I think it was the basement. And I said, Nick, will you go with me? And uh, he was like, yeah. And he was like, well, I actually won't be able to. And so I was like, I really should bring someone because you really shouldn't go to shows alone. And then I was it's like, true. "Forget it, I'm going to the, I'm going to the show." And then I went on to buy the ticket like last minute, sold out. So Dang. then I was super excited for them to uh, to start touring again. And now no one's touring, and I'm like, 
am I going to see them? And then, you know, but yeah, the fray, long story short. <laughs> I like that. I respect that. Uh, God, dude, this is so hard. I, uh, well, one of them, I can't say this is top. I mean, probably top five, but it was 2013. It was the chariot for today as I lay dying and the Devil Wears Prada. Oh, and it man. was like, it was like the greatest. Well, you know, I'll be real. I don't, well, Four Today's not a band anymore. I don't think any of those, well, Chariot's not a band either. And the other two aren't Christian anymore, I don't believe. But it was like a month before Tim Lambesis went to jail and all that crap. But it was amazing. It was like such a cool, all those bands were very influential for me for like heavy stuff. So, can I say, I don't, I wouldn't be able to name like the most famous song for any of those bands. Yeah. But just by reputation and like knowing they're excellent bands, just by that alone, I got excited listening. I was like, I'd go to that show. Dude, it was The Chariot was one of the best bands live ever. Like they they were just insane. More time in the crowd than on stage and it was it was just absolutely amazing. But yeah, and As I Lay Dying is probably one of the tightest metal bands I've ever seen live. It, it was just, they were so spot on. It was ridiculous. I gotta say, the only metal bands I've ever seen live were, like, bad. Oh, who'd you see? Uh, <laughs> a lot. We, hold the on. first two years hold we on. were doing Ocean City shows, we were kept getting booked with metal bands. Yeah. That's For all real? The, all that yeah, Louisville had in, was metal bands. We came bands. in at the, like, the end of the scene wave. And like okay. the metalcore wave that happened, so like yeah. that's when Ocean City started. We started touring around in 2014. Okay, um, so like things were starting to just trail off a little bit. So like we were literally like our first few shows were just metal band after metal band after metal band, and then it was us doing like indie pop stuff. Yeah. Um, but then like the first big show that we played was in, in New Albany, Indiana. Oh, that was um, awesome. Wait, it was one? so great. Uh, not production Expo house. 5, production house. Oh, okay, yeah. I've, that was almost like an emo show. Like that was yeah. kind of almost like. Sad so the headlining music. band was too close to touch. Yeah, really. And they yeah. were like really into us, dude. Yeah, they, they, like the guitar player came up to me and Zach after the show and was like, "Great set, guys. That was <laughs> awesome." And then, like, because I I had never heard of them before because I think yeah. they were just touring on their first album, and I was like, "Thanks, man." He's like, uh, he's like. Well, I'll see you later. And then he like disappeared and went outside. And like little did I know, like he was getting on the bus. Like, dang, like, he was, was actually like doing his thing. So, Dude, so cool. not to take away from your story, but I remember at that time I was still like super green. You know, I was like people would say, "Oh, you guys were great," and I would be like, "Thank you very much. I I appreciate that so much." Like I was just really chipper and bubbly all the time. <laughs> and so I remember. <laughs> I, it might have been that same guy, but one of the guys from Too Close to Touch was like, hey, man, really great stuff. And I was like, oh, hey, thank you. He's like, yeah, it was really great. And I go, well, I, I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. Like, I was just, and he goes, yeah, you're welcome. Like, and then he just took off. I was like, he was almost <laughs> like, was so why funny. are you acting so weird about this? <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. It's that whole bands People, talking to other bands etiquette thing. Bands talking to other bands is the weirdest interaction you'll see on the planet. Yeah. If they're playing the same bill, at least. Other we than that, it's like it's so laid back. We should do a whole podcast episode on that sometime. We should oh, bring yeah. other bands on the podcast. Um, 
people need to hear this story. I don't know if we talked about this already, but the promoter, well, mm, a promoter for a show, okay, uh, was also a uh, musician, and they offered to replace the this person, their match, like who played that instrument in our band. And when we were like, yeah, no thanks, dude, that promoter stopped booking us. Wow. <laughs> like wow. hard stopped booking us. And, they had uh, booked us for like four yeah. shows in a row for like they were a solid like, month. Every, they said, you guys are my weekend. new favorite local band. And we were like, yeah. oh, that's that's awesome. And then oh, what was the one he was like, I've got so-and-so coming through. And it was like a big name. And he was like, oh, you guys so would be perfect it's for gonna it. It's going to be amazing. And then um, he was like, also, I want to be your new insert instrument here. And we were like, we have one already. Sorry. <laughs> and then it you was know, radio silence. Like, I mean, we're not gonna, getting shows from him. We're not going to name names, but it, was this a Louisville promoter? It was a local okay. <clears throat> promoter. I know a few. That's why I was. It's just funny. <laughs> if you know the scene in that specific town that we're talking about, then you probably know this guy. That's um, so funny. But that's crazy to me. And I don't, I'm not saying that as like we were the greatest or anything, but it's yeah. interesting how the dynamic of talking to other people in the music business is insane. There's no, yeah. there's not enough room in this uh, world to be uh, a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> and to, yeah. to be a little too bold with people. So I feel that. All right, guys. Well, it's been like almost an hour. Dude. I feel like stuff. the format of wow. this cast, right? It's got to be. We can't talk for like three hours. No, not. We should yet. do it four four hours. It's an hour per week, and then by the time they're done with the podcast, they'll be ready for another one. Right? It's true. It's true. <sighs> I feel All right. good. Well, yeah. What a month! I'm just still amazed that we did this a month ago. Like it I'm, feels like maybe yeah. two weeks. I'm yeah. I feel yeah. like we should have accomplished more, but I also feel like we've accomplished so much. Yes, I would agree. The, the, it feels weird to be starting a new project and to be completely disregarding our live schedule. <laughs> you know, I like agree. we just have an online presence at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, but it's we, good. We'd, we'd be staying warm with a few, you know, smaller shows at this point if we if we were able to get out and about. Yeah. I can't oh, wait for that. The, but. the buzz. I think I'm going to wait. Uh, mask on, of course. I'm going to wait outside the barbershop on Monday. Oh, are Kentucky you guys has, open up? Yeah, Kentucky has, a, has said barbershops on Monday. We're in phase Damn. two. I forget what uh, phase. Right. TJ Maxx was supposed to open yesterday, and everyone at <clears throat> at work was going crazy. And I was like, you're not going to catch me trying to <laughs> venture outside into public uh, to go to TJ Maxx. Actually, that really to go anywhere, but... Man, honestly, like all of this, the, the the biggest thing that it's taught me is like how little I'd really need to go out into yeah. public. And like Tell how much you. I just did out of like boredom. The only time I'm saying I have to go out is when I want to order pizza uh, from a local spot because I'm not going to pay for delivery. And when I need some Mexican food. Mm. Those have been oh, the two Mexican consistently food. that have been like, I've got to do it. Tacos. I need Mexican food now. All right, well, we will end on that. Have you guys had dinner? <laughs> I did. I had pizza. Let's go get some dinner, guys. Um, All right, <laughs> I'll be there in seven hours. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, wow. Yeah. <laughs> I hope you guys will still be hungry. How's That's kind of funny. Like, we can Zach and I record on opposite ends of the town, 
like he's on one end of the city i'm on the other end yep paul you're like complete opposite <laughs> end of the country i'm almost in another country wow yeah it's great what country anyway, is it canada bro just kidding i was wearing the canada <laughs> shirt just being dumb i know we okay, talked about everybody. this sec. all right good stuff guys <laughs> yep excellent stuff hey listeners viewers um i don't know i just made those weird finger guns uh, but we are the okay. We would love for you to check us out. Music is coming very, very soon. Hopefully, if you're subscribed to the podcast, you're aware of that. Um, but, you know, consider this just a way to get to know us a little better. We can't wait to see you in person. And for now, just uh, enjoy the podcast. We have... Oh, I did want to... T- it sounded like I was wrapping up, didn't it? Almost. How we have you guys been enjoying these these blogs? Because writing a blog every week, True. and I only we only have to do it every three weeks. It's way harder than I thought it was going to be. Same. I could podcast like, I every day. About. I don't know what to talk about on the blog. I agree. It's but stretching it's, me. I appreciate it. But well, it's yes. good. Yeah. So hopefully, all that to say, I hope you guys are also enjoying the blog. Um, we we truly want our website to be a hub for everything that we do. And so for now, when there's no music for you to uh, you know put on your playlist or add to your phone or download from LimeWire or whatever you do for music. LimeWire. Uh, LimeWire, wow. <laughs> Bringing me back. Uh, make sure you check out the blog and check out the uh, podcast. Also, you know, subscribe to the YouTube channel, that sort of thing. Whatever. Doesn't matter. We yeah. are the OK.com is where all that stuff resides. And you can also check us out. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at WeAreTheOK.com. And hey, if you would like to submit a question or just comment on the podcast, ooh, ooh that's a good one, right? We would yeah. love to hear from you. Uh, you can email us. We are the okay at gmail.com. Whoop, whoop. Because we're not made of money. So yeah. we got a G. Oh, speaking of speaking of not made of money, there's merch on the website now. Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, if you yeah, guys want to support. Uh you know what? I was thinking about that. I kind of felt bad for releasing our merch like right in the midst of this where people are like unable to pay for a certain but it's out there. If you uh if you want to support the band, we're all so broke and so we're all broke together. So you know, Amen. go check out some merch. There's plenty of stuff there. We also have a. Uh, I we will not make any guarantees is. that this will prevent coronavirus, but we have what we are dubbing the Corona Buster, uh, with <laughs> the OK logo. Sweet. So and the they're just the, the face masks. Yeah. Um, I don't know that those all are all the stuff. Uh, just real quick for anybody that is uh, listening to it on here and then thinking about getting merch, it is made to order merch. Uh, it's not like it's just sitting around in a warehouse or anything. Um, they make it specifically for you when you order it. So, yeah, and so that's kind of a very cool thing. There's sometimes like a little imperfection or, or this or that, and it's because it's specifically like a one-off. They don't, you know, it's not a huge line of pristinely machine press stuff, but it is good quality stuff. We print print mm-hmm. on, uh, you know, quality. What would that guy say? They're comfortable quality fashion tees. Fashion tees. I don't know. Ooh. Anyway, it's good stuff. I would wear it. Um, I might wear it once I figure out what size I want to wear. Ward. What? I said ward. Oh, I thought you said large. I was like, I, you might be off on that one. Nah, bro. <laughs> you're like a medium now. All this keto weight you've been losing. Yeah, no anyway. joke. No, I've... Whatever. All right. We'll talk about that next podcast. I'll have a whole, a whole big thing. We'll talk about uh, keto and AirPods. Oh, down. Cool. Keto and AirPods. All right. Well, this has been the podcast. We'll see you guys next month. Bye, everybody. Be okay. All right, I'm not recording. Uh, Yeah, I got to eat mine.